So, welcome to Redeeming Life Fellowship Daily Devotionals. Daily, I, I've been saying devotionals, I think, for like two years now. And it's not that it's daily devotions. Today we are in Revelation chapter three. If you have not read it already, if you can pause the video and go read it first and then come hang out with me in this wonderful digital world. Uh, Revelation chapter three. I'm hoping by now that you have watched the introduction video because it is essential to understanding all of Revelation. Sorry for creeping you out. This is not coffee. I do not like coffee, nor do I like tea. But sometimes you wake up and your throat is all go goopy. That's me today. So, all right, so <clears throat> Revelation chapter 3. Today I'm going to give you seven traits of a conqueror. Um, I, I was asked why didn't I focus on yesterday? Why didn't we focus on the contents of the things that Jesus said to the churches today, we're, we're not going to address um, that either. Uh, and the question, <clears throat> probably by some of you, at least by one of you, will be why. And I will tell you that if you have been following along with the videos, um, I have talked about repentance so much that while I, I think it's always necessary, it it does talk about that here. Um, I, I want to point out something that I think I haven't gotten to talk about as much. Uh, that is, if I don't talk about it now, it it might get missed. Is that fair? Um, I just I don't want it to 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 get missed. Could we talk about both? Yes, if we do what Pastor Dan did on on the, the introduction and just you know, on Thursday and uh, take 40 minutes to do it. We could, um, but because we're trying to do this in a condensed amount of time, because it's supposed to be a devotion and not just like us preaching at you every day. Um, that's why, that's why we're not doing that. So today we're going to talk about seven traits of a conqueror. Um, I'm going to start in verse five chapter three verse five it says in the same way the one who conquers will be dressed in white clothes and i will never erase his name from the book of life but will acknowledge his name before my father and before his angels uh the first question that we have to ask i guess before we get into the traits of a conqueror is, is this what is he referring to when he says conqueror uh, and so if we go to the beginning, chapter three, he says this, I know your works. You have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Be alert and strengthen what remains, what is about to die, for I have not found your works complete before my God. Remember then what you have received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you are not alert, I will come like a thief and you will uh, and you have no idea what hour I will come upon you. But you have a few people in Sardis who have not defiled their clothes. And they will walk with me in white because they are worthy. 
what he is saying is if the the church here in Sardis repents, then they will be a conqueror. If they do not repent, they will not be. Uh, and so it, it in each little section to each church he's talking to, when he says to the conqueror, this is what you'll get. Uh, he's saying what it is that they are conquering is the sin that Jesus is addressing. So uh, what's beautiful about this is that repentance, once again, is the way that uh, we conquer. So praise the Lord. Uh, but it's it it's it, it it's obviously uh, there's a lot more to that as well. Um, but because that's not necessarily uh, the focus, uh, I want to to do what we do with our kids sometimes and 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 dangle something beautiful in front of you. I want to dangle the promise in front of you because here's the thing: I don't some. Granted, we're not all like this. Some people are are motivated by wonderful things. So if I know that God is going to bless me, I am motivated because I want to be blessed. Um, there are times when I'm just motivated by the love of God and I want to do different things, which you should. Uh, but here, what he is saying is that if you are a conqueror, there are seven promises that are listed here in chapters two and three that we can say if we are also conquerors in our lives, uh, if we allow God, uh, which hopefully whether we want him to or not, right, he examines each and every one of us and he, he has a list for us. And if we can take those things that are in our list and we can too, we can repent and be conquerors in our lives, then we can know that we will have these same promises. And so here is the promise to Sardis, that the one who conquers will be dressed in white clothes. So we're going to start with the chapter three, the church in Sardis. Uh, so white clothes is one of the promises. And I'm going to spell all of these wrong, just so you know. Not only that, uh, your name won't be erased from the Lamb's Book of Life. But you will be acknowledged before his name. Well, sorry, he'll acknowledge your, his name before my father and before the angels. There you go. So that's all number one. Uh, number two. Next promise uh, is to the church in Philadelphia. To the one who conquers, I will make a pillar. You will be a pillar in the temple of my God. He will never go out again. Um, this is interesting because depending on the translation you use depends on how clear this is. Um, but I think that what this is talking about is like, um, a pillar of fire, uh, something that creates light. Um, it could be, I guess, some people think it, it's like an actual pillar. Um, it wouldn't make sense then for that kind of pillar to go out, though. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven. 
and my new name. So on uh, the pillar, you will have the names written. Number three, okay, we're jumping down to then, to the Laodicean church. To the one who conquers, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. So guess what? Uh, you get a seat on the throne. Now, this is really interesting to me, in particular because um, I think a lot of times, like here, for example, I have a chair, which is a throne. It's not an awesome throne, but I am the king of my house, my castle. So in, in this particular case, what's interesting is that I don't know how, like we have benches that are made for like a couple people. We don't have benches made for like thousands of people. Uh, and not only that, like think about how big would this throne have to be in order to fit all the Christians throughout history? That's, that's like right there in the middle. It's God and Jesus. And then we're right, right there. Super exciting. Okay, so because uh, that's chapter three, we're going to jump in then to, the, to Thyatira. So number four. Uh, he says this in verse 26 of chapter 2. To the one who conquers and keeps my works to the end, I will give him authority over the nations, which goes really well with chapter 3, right? Like if you're seated on a throne, like you're joining him with uh, his position. And he's saying, I'll give you authority over the nations. To the one who conquers, this is to the church in Pergamum in verse 17. To the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna. Number five, the hidden manna, which is also interesting, right? Because manna, uh, the only time it's ever existed in our world is during the time that Israel was in the wilderness and God sent it as a way to provide, right, for the nation of Israel so they wouldn't starve. That's, that's amazing. And I don't know if... Like being like, hey, here's the hidden manna is mostly just like, here's proof that I'm so good. Or if it's more like, hey, just so you know, like we're going to eat good. So uh, to Smyrna, Smyrna, uh, the one who conquers will never be harmed by the second death. That's in verse 11. Uh, and then finally, we, we see... Yeah, verse 7, to the one who conquers, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which we're going to learn more about in, I think it's Revelation 21 or 22. Actually, I think it's 22. Um, uh, the right to eat of the tree of life. This is an amazing, exciting promise. Because when Jesus says uh, that whoever believes in me will have eternal life, uh, this this is this is that like this is him saying guess what uh, you're going to live for all eternity with me 
uh, you will reign with me. We see all of these promises throughout scripture. But what is super encouraging to me is that when I look at this, uh, that one, I'm going to be seated on the throne, that I'm going to be like a pillar in the temple. Uh, to me, that's that's just this beautiful picture uh, that because a lot of us, at least for me, like when I think about being set on fire for the Lord, like that's what I think of, uh, that we will have both the hidden manna and the tree of life to sustain us uh, and, and to give us life. Uh, and then what I number one was your name will be erased from the book of life. Like all of these go together. And some of us, I think maybe in particular, I think that there is somebody watching this video and they need to know that you're going to get acknowledgement before the father and the angels. And I think that this particular person is so ridden with guilt um, that uh, for you, uh, when, it, when the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13 that love keeps no record of wrong, uh, you keep a record of your wrong and others wrong. Um, and because of that, it weighs you down a lot. And, and like you, you oftentimes it's hard for you to find freedom uh, because you, in, you, you put yourself in bondage. Uh, and so Jesus is saying to you, release, release all that stuff. Um, repent, repent of that. Because if you, what you're doing is actually slandering yourself, uh, you're accusing yourself. Uh, if Jesus said, I forgive you because like you repented and uh, Jesus says that as far as the East is from the West, that's how far he throws our, our transgressions from us. When we repent, when we come to him and ask for forgiveness, he forgives us. It's gone. It's it's forever. He he, he does not remember your sin anymore. And so with Jesus standing there saying, guess what? I am going to acknowledge you before the Father and the angels. Now, I, I don't have a whole lot of proof for this, but I, I would wonder if this is all the angels, like both the good and the bad. Uh, the angels that have been whispering lies into your ears are going to know that Jesus is saying you are more than a conqueror. That's exciting. So uh, that's today's daily video. Um, I'm hoping that this was an encouragement to you. Uh, we will be teaching through chapter four. We'll be doing it slow, like some people want. Uh, we'll be getting into the nitty gritty, and it's going to be beautiful. I'm, I'm very excited about that. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the channel. Click the little bell, and you can be notified or emailed whenever we go live. I think that that would be super duper great. Uh, and so you can join us. Um, we would love to hear more from you. For those of you who have any questions or comments, go ahead, put those in the, the comment section, email us, please reach out to us. Yeah. If you'd be interested in supporting uh, such a goofy channel, um, we do do this out of the kindness of our hearts. Um, I raise my salary. Dan is in the process of raising his salary so that we can make better videos so that we can better pastor this church. So if you're interested, there is a link in the description where you can go and do that. Thank you so much. Uh, blessings to you. Peace out. Girl Scout.